Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 121, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, so welcome back, boys and girls. I hope you had a great weekend. And we have reached our 25th week of season two. And we, of course, are making our way through the book of Micah. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Okay, Marvin, did you have a good weekend? Oh, I did, Dave, yeah. You had a great weekend. My friends and I made this awesome mudslide. Yeah, oh, we got covered in mud. Okay, good. Well, yeah, that sounds like fun. And actually, I was away this weekend with some young friends from my old school. What school, Dave? You know, the school I went to when I was a teenager. Oh, but Dave, that was so long ago. It wasn't that long ago. How long ago was it? Okay, fine, it was a long time ago. Well, yeah, so how come you went back? You know, now that you're so old and wrinkly and stuff. Well, Marv, I was talking to them about the Bible. Oh, I see. Oh, well, really, you should have brought me along, Dave. You know, I could have made your talks kind of cool and funny and hip. Yeah, like I do on the podcast. Mm, Well, maybe next time, Marv. But anyway, I'm afraid I have bad news. Oh, what is it, Dave? Do you need a hip replacement? Yeah, very funny, Marv. No, I'm not that old. But, well, it's Bible Racing Fun Day news. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Fun Day. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Fun Day. Ah, so what is it, Dave? Well, Marvin, as you know, the first week of our new challenge, I was lightning fast. Yeah, and nobody beat me. Well, yeah. And as you know, I was pretty quick last week. Well, you did okay. Well, yeah, that's it. See, my undefeated run, it turns out, only lasted one week. And, yeah, I have to send out a badge. A kid beat you, Dave? Yeah, they did. They got super lucky, I guess. Well, who was it? It was our young friend, Cormac Brannigan. So, yes, he has the honour of being the very first badge winner. Oh, wow, yeah, good work, Cormac. Yeah, I guess. Congratulations, Cormac. (laughs) So, that badge is on its way. And from now on, Cormac is just playing for fun. Although, if you beat me again, Cormac, you're welcome to let me know. But the rest of you, if you can top my time, whether you're listening in October 2022 or July 2028, well, let us know, and you too could be the proud owner of a Bible Racing Fun Day badge. All right, Marvin, where are we racing today? Okay, Dave, well, today we're going back to the New Testament, a little short book, just one chapter. We're looking for Jude, verse 3. Okay, Marv, well, yep, I've got my Bible here. Let's do this. Okay, yep, stopwatch at the ready, Dave. So, here we go. Jude, verse 3. Find it in 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, I'm in... Oh, there's Revelation. Oh, first John. Revelation. Jude, 1, verse 3. Dear. Gosh, Jude is so short, it's pretty hard to find. But, well, Marv, how did I do? Well, Dave, you found it in 10.8 seconds. Okay, not my fastest, but not too bad. So, boys and girls, let me know if you went quicker. But, well, Marvin, it's time for us to get back to Micah. Oh, yeah, you got it, Dave. So, last week, in the first three chapters of Micah, there was that one little section 
where God talked about how he wouldn't completely wipe out the people of Israel. There would be a remnant that he would gather up again. But really, apart from that, the news was not good. Israel had turned away from God. They'd been worshipping false gods. And Micah really zeroed in on the leaders who were robbing and cheating and taking things from their people. And the prophets who were saying whatever people wanted to hear so long as they were getting paid and fed. And so, because of all that evil that was going on, God would send the Assyrians to punish them. Yeah, got it, Dave. Now, today in chapter 4, Micah switches gear a bit, and he turns his attention from the punishment that's coming on the horizon to way far in the future, to what lay in store for God's people when the Messiah, the one that God had promised to send, would come and take his place on the throne. Okay, yeah, so better news today then, Dave, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Now, because I've been away, well, I wasn't able to get a reader for this week. And, well, Benjamin's been bugging me about getting to read again. So I thought we'd maybe let all of you guys read this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when do I get to go, Dave? Well, Marv, I thought you could read tomorrow, seeing that's Moose Day Tuesday. So, yeah, that would mean the professor's up today. Oh, great. Oh, hi, professor. Hey, wait. No jingle? No, not when you're reading, Professor. I can't start having the readers having their own jingles. We'd be here forever. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, great. So, Dave, what are we listening for today? Well, part of today's reading might sound a bit familiar because another prophet that we've already read, Isaiah, used some of the same kind of language. But what does Micah say that people will do with their swords? Oh, okay. And the other question is, what will everybody have? Okay, so what will they do with their swords, and what will everybody have? Got it, Dave. That's it. So, Professor, Micah chapter 4, verse 1 to 7 is what we're after. Over to you. Okay, then here we go. Chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. In the last days, the mountain where the Lord's temple is located will be famous. It will be the highest mountain of all. It will be lifted up above the hills, and nations will go to it. People from many nations will go there. They will say, Come, let us go up to the Lord's mountain. Let's go to the temple of Jacob's God. He will teach us how we should live. Then we will live the way he wants us to. The law of the Lord will be taught at Zion. His message will go out from Jerusalem. He will judge between people from many nations. He'll settle problems among strong nations everywhere. They will hammer their swords into plows. They'll hammer their spears into pruning tools. Nations will not go to war against one another. They won't even train to fight anymore. Everyone will have their own vine and fig tree. And no one will make them afraid. That's what the Lord, who rules over all, has promised. Other nations worship and trust in their gods. But we will worship and obey the Lord. He will be our God forever and ever. The time is coming when I will gather those who are disabled, announces the Lord. 
I will bring together those who were taken away as prisoners. I will gather those I have allowed to suffer. I will make the disabled my faithful people. I will make into a strong nation those driven away from their homes. I will rule over them on Mount Zion. I will be their king from that time on and forever. <laughs> okay, thanks, Professor. Ah, no problem, Dave. I love to read the Bible, yeah? Good. Okay, so Marv, what will people do with their swords? Oh, yeah, they'll hammer them into plows, Dave. And yeah, I remember we heard that before in Isaiah. Yeah, that's right. With the Messiah on the throne, no more need for weapons. All will live in peace. And what will everyone have? Oh, yeah, their own vine and fig tree, Dave. Although I can't say I've ever really thought much about having my very own fig tree. Well, I think it just means you'll have all that you need. Oh, I see. Okay. So, as we saw last week, Micah knows the trouble is coming. But he wants the people to look beyond that, to look to the future, to lift their heads and see what God has promised. See where he is leading, the glorious hope that lies at the end of the road. Yeah, some good stuff there, huh, Dave? That's it. And, boys and girls, we can get caught up with things that are happening right now or things that we worry about that are going to happen soon. And that's natural, that's okay. We can bring those concerns to God in prayer. But at the same time, we also need to remember, like the Israelites did, those big promises of God. This world will have troubles. But, you know, there's a song I like, and the chorus says this, This world is not my home, I'm just passing through. Oh, yes, yes, I think I know that one, Dave, yeah. This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. Come on up to the house. <laughs> That's the one, Professor. So, boys and girls, it would be lovely if I could tell you that if you follow God, life will be easy. Things will always go the way you want them to. But, you know, that would just be a lie. But what I can say is no matter what happens in this life, God will be with you and he is leading you to such a glorious future with him in his kingdom that it will heal even the very worst of times that this broken and sinful world can throw at us. Oh yeah, yeah I like the sound of that, Dave. Yeah, I do too, Marv. So, boys and girls, today let's thank God for that future where there will be no pain, no war, no fighting, where every tear will be wiped away. What an amazing promise that is. Yeah, amen, Dave. So boys and girls, that's us completely out of time for today. We'll say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow for another Moose Day Tuesday. Sounds good. Okay, yeah. Bye, boys and girls. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.